Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we really are going to have a fantastic time today. We're not going to be talking about some of the hardcore business things. We're not going to be talking about how to use Facebook. We're not going to be talking about direct mail, marketing, sales, all of those things. We're going to be talking about how to make you the 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 best you that you can be in order to be successful. And, you know, as I always say, successful is defined by every person individually. What's successful to one person might be something totally wonky to somebody else, but it's what makes you successful to yourself and makes you feel, you know, that passion, that that love, that joie de vie, you know, all of those various things. And so please join me today in welcoming Paul Sokoleski. I knew I'd say your name wrong. Paul Sokoleski to our program today. <laughs> well, you did very well. You did you did very well. You, you were close, but that, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll let it go. Sikulski, I know. But you're, but you're close. Sokoleski, it's a, it's a tough one. I know. It's a long one. Well, and it's funny because a lot of people mispronounce my name, and so I try really hard to get it right. And what was happening was I was just so excited that I said it too fast. <laughs> <laughs> you did perfect. You did perfect. Well, let me tell folks just a tiny bit about you because we really want to have a lot of time to, to talk more about what it is that you do. So Paul Sokolsky, see there, I got it, is a transformational space specialist, the founder of Redesign Your Inner Space. He is a speaker an author, and an international entrepreneur. So again, welcome, Paul. Welcome to our program. So excited to be here, and I really, really am grateful for the opportunity and looking forward to uh, to, the, to the call today. Great. Well, you know, as I mentioned in the intro, we're not talking hardcore business, this is how you do it type of things. And those are necessary. You know, obviously, we have to have all of those. But it all starts internally with your heart, with your gut with your head you know with all of those various things so tell us really what got you into doing what it is that you do well um thanks for asking the question and you know it, it actually started um it started some time back uh i i i had my first entrepreneurial experience at the age of 13 mm -hmm doing a, a, a carnival in my neighborhood, which led to donating the money to a worthy cause. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew at that point that, wow, this is incredible. Like I had this vision, I had this idea, and then I actually saw it play out. And then there was a reward to it. I actually was able to give back. And I knew at that point that that my um, that my 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 experience in having my own business was something that I was really passionate about. So, in the, at the age of 19, I started my first company of three mm -hmm. and um, built that business out, a decoration company. Built that out to over 25 employees. Wow. I took the company international, mm -hmm. um, and then just pretty much one kind of fell into the other. And it wasn't like I I said I'm going to open up three companies and this is what I'm going to do. I knew. My passion was in decoration and, and that's what I started with. But then that unfolded to a restoration company. And then through that process, um, I actually kind of hit the ground, uh, kind of burned out a little bit, mm -hmm. didn't really, you know, didn't understand um, everything that was going on. I tried to figure it all out, but but I hit kind of hit the ground. And that's that's at the point in my life when everything changed. That's where I went from an external push to realizing 
that it was a pull and being and being aligned with that pull. And that that was what really kind of changed my life in a short version. And that's where I, I knew at some point I wanted to get back to the world and mm-hmm. get back to people. And that was that was the catapult for me on a trip to India and where I learned um, the way I was doing things backwards. And from there was uh, was really kind of, uh, I would say, reunited or reconnected with with a, with a higher source in the spiritual world. Uh, and I, I really connected in a way that, that changed me in so many aspects of my life and my business. And then that led me to uh, getting into the personal development space, which then uh, I started my own programs based on my own life story. Uh, and that's kind of where I created through the metaphor of what I do in interior decoration of redesigning your inner space. And I kind of went from interior designing people's homes to then interior designing people's hearts. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, and, and I saw that actually on your website and I was going to ask you to repeat it because I thought that was so cool. And and it is so true. You know, we have all of these things that we feel we have to do and we do them because we have to do them, you know, and, and, and I think in many cases, especially with some entrepreneurs and with small business owners, we in many, in, you know, many times are kind of forced into being that entrepreneur, that small business owner. Something happens, you know, we lose our jobs, whether it's our choice or the, the corporation's choice, health changes, personal changes, all these various things. And so we think I can be an entrepreneur <laughs> and, and we just jump into it. Without actually figuring out first, it, it, do I have a passion to do that? You know, which I think is, is probably one of the, the biggest things. You know, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, there's that saying, it's not a job if you love what you do. Well, I'm sorry. You know, we all, there are things even in our jobs, in our passions that we have to do that we might not really like doing. You know, I had to work on my taxes, you know, all those various things. But it, it's kind of, you know, your whole attitude even as you go about doing those things that, and I'm going to say you might not like them, but it's, it's into turning them into something that you do like. And so, you know, then it is that passion. It is that entrepreneurial spirit. You know, it's not something that we're being forced to do anymore. It's something that we really truly want to do. So, so I so agree with you. And you know, the great thing about being an entrepreneur is the freedom that it, that it opens up for you in so many ways. And the fact that you really have, you know, you have your hand on the throttle as far as how you build your wealth, mm-hmm. your clientele, your time and what you do. And and you're right. I mean, you know, there are things I'm, you know, my performance catalyst company, uh, Global Coaching Leadership and my and my and my brand uh, redesign your inner space, which was originally uh, um, the Breakthrough Attraction Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I it's like to be able to I live on an island and I people come out for their VIP day. Um, before they start my program and they, you know, they spend the day with me here. And it's like, if you asked me 10 years ago or even 15 years ago, if you could set up your office on the beach and work with people on the beach, would you, you know, would you think that that's possible? And I would say, I would love that, but I don't, I don't know that it is. And today I do that. This, I do that very thing. I created a lifestyle for myself Mm -hmm. and I'm super passionate about it. But like you said, there are like, I am not a tech guy. So I'm not like, I don't have any passion to go out there and try to figure out. I mean, although I do a lot of platforms on Facebook and do live video, you know, the, the behind the scenes, the pay, you know, the, the paid traffic and all those mm-hmm. things. I'm not like, I don't have a lot of experience with that. And it's really not my thing. I would rather be on stage. I'd rather be, you know, you know, uh, coaching people and doing what I love to do. So you're right. There are things that we, don't necessarily like to do in our business. But the great thing about that also is that 
you can hire somebody to take that over for you. So there's ways to delegate and, mm-hmm. and have people do that as well. Most definitely. You know, and we talk about it all the time. If it's, you know, if it's not part of what you do, then you should outsource it. <clears throat> and that's difficult, especially for a new business owner. But it's, it's a better use of your time, your space, your energy, all those various things. Um, you know, I, I live by the 15 minute rule. If I can't do it in 15 minutes, then I should outsource it. Even if it's something I enjoy, you know, if it's, if it's not core to what I'm supposed to be doing, then I should outsource it. And, you know, and, and that's just part of how it, it makes a better flow because then I'm not stressed about getting it done. So it makes total sense. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think there's two parts of that. I think there's another side of that too, where, you know, especially when I started my companies, I mean, I wore all the hats. So, I mean, I was the accountant, I was the attorney, I was the insurance guy, mm-hmm. I was the HR guy, you know, I was the payroll guy, you know, I was the manager, I was everything. And, right. and, and, you know, that was, that was great in the beginning. And I mm-hmm. believe that, that for any entrepreneur, it's good to at least get, you know, get yourself, get, you know, get in it, work with it a little bit, understand it. You don't have to master it, but at least that you know enough that if, something goes down, you are at least aware right. of the, the, the conversation mm-hmm. that has to happen. But mm-hmm. if you're completely oblivious of what's going on, I, I don't know if that's, that's a good thing either. So I'm, right. I'm one to really, you know, even though it's not my passion, I at least learn enough about it so that I know. So that if someone's walking me through it, although I, of course I trust them, but at least I'm on the same page and I understand, mm-hmm. you know, not the depth of it, but I can at least have an intelligent conversation right. about what's going on. Right. You know, I remember many, <clears throat> many years ago, I uh, had to take a, a, a communications course, and part of it was learning how to do video production. And this was, you know, this actually was before we had a lot of the tools that we have now. But we were in this, this I mean, it was like a TV production area. And my brain went and just shut off. I mean, you know, all those knobs and bells and lights and, and all of that. You know, I just, I it, it, I had no desire to do it. it, was basically what it came down to. And I remember asking the instructor, I'll never do this. So why am I having to learn how to do it? You know, really a good question to ask somebody who's going to grade you. But, you know, he responded and he said, will you ever have to hire someone to do it? And I said, well, probably. He said, then you need to know if they're doing it right or wrong. And I mean, that really was the essence of it. You know, we need to know enough about bookkeeping to know, are we being ripped off? Are they making money for us? You know, did they know to, to how to file our taxes? You know, does our website look the way it's supposed to look? You know, all those various things. But, you know, by outsourcing, again, that frees us up to really do what our passion is. And, and you know, that's from looking over your materials, that really is what you work with people on. You know, we we have those, oh my gosh, we have to do these things. But there might be, you know, is that really what we should be doing? And is there a little voice that's saying, Deb, you need to be changing what you're doing? Or Paul, have you ever thought about doing this? You know, so tell us how, you know, how that happens. Well, I mean, you know, I think what to, to back it up a little bit, you know, I think for most people, you know, we have many voices in our head. I think you probably have a lot of stations going on in their lives as, as well as everybody does. I know I do. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it's, it's that, that, it's that right voice. It's the voice that you know is speaking to you from spirit, from within yourself, from your heart. And so it, it, it's when you're clear about what you want. So it's, it really, it really starts with clarity. Like, mm-hmm. How do we understand? Well, first, it's knowing what we want and why we want it. And it's such an important question. But yet, interesting, interestingly enough, people that come into my program, that's the first thing. They just they don't know what they want. They're not really clear. Or if they do, 
they're not sure how to get it. So most people will, you know, what happens is there's a disconnect there. There's, there's this, there's this, 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 um, this excitement and this passion to, to go off and do what they want to do and that they would love to do. And it immediately it shut down, whether that be 10 minutes, whether that be 24 hours or maybe a week, depending on many factors, depending on people's environment, mm-hmm. you know, who's surrounding them, that the support that they have. Mm-hmm. And then their mindset like right. goes back to mindset. What do I actually believe is possible? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, and I think that's where, um, mentorship is so powerful and so important for people because they're the stepping stones, hiring somebody to do what you, you know, what you, what you want to do that's already done it and is successful at it, that can show you the strategies, that can show you the steps, that can kind of walk you through that process, which then helps you to have the confidence because to just say, oh yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, that's not, that doesn't help people because they're still stuck in, you know, in, 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 in this paradigm that, that they've grown up with and this structure in their life from the age of one to six, when their subconscious minds were opened up like a vast ocean, mm-hmm. taking in all these beliefs and perceptions, which most likely most of those were not true. Right. And so, and those become anchored and they, they continue to play out this habitual pattern. And so they don't, they, they, they may not know, maybe they don't have, they didn't grow up in a life where they had an entrepreneurial father or family. And, you know, it was like, you have to do it this way and you have to be secure and have a job and 40 hours a week or whatever it is. So it's really breaking down different steps, but it's really first and foremost, breaking down your belief system. What is it that you actually believe is possible? Mm -hmm. What is the faith in that? And then from there, you know, there's other, obviously other parts that we work around in the program with these people, mainly the belief and value system app. That is the number one foundational part of my program. And then from there, when we clear those things out and we get through, go back to that little child that's really still longing for love, that little child that has felt like it's been neglected and that has been put off. And we don't really, I know I wasn't taught that. I wasn't taught about going within myself to find the answers. And so when you have that part of it and then incorporated with that, on the external piece is the vision and having sustainable steps to be able to, you know, go toward what you want. I see a lot of people, um, you know, and I've seen it, I've seen it in rooms. I've been in a lot of room, a lot of, a lot of events. I've been in the event space and, you know, it's every, a lot of people will be like, you know, more motivational than inspirational, but come on, get out there, you know, leave your job, do your dream. Yeah, that's great. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have steps, Mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's a long fall down because right. it's not going to just show up. I mean, you need to, you need to know what the next thing is. And I think most people don't really know what that looks like. And mm-hmm. so I think that if that answers your question, I think that's kind of what, you know, where people get stuck there and, and, and making a decision and knowing what they want, because what they want and what they think they can have are two completely different things. Right. And in many cases, that's really scary. I mean, you know, because you could be talking about changing careers, changing industries, moving, you know, whatever it is. And so, boy, do we ignore those little voices, you know, and, and, and we take the safe path. You know, this is, well, this is the way I've always done it. So this is the way I should continue to do it. You know, those type of things. And then you mentioned, you know, how we were brought up. And a lot of that is so true because we were brought up with the, this is what you should do in life. And whether it's our parents, whether it's our teachers, our friends, you know, whoever it is. And some of those, you know, let's be honest, we're negative voices. You can't do that. You know, I'm, I'm in that generation of little girls can't do that. You know, I, I remember, and I was really young, we wanted to do punt, pass and kick. And, you know, and it was this little football thing because the boys did it. And we were told little girls don't do that. 
And now we have women who are playing male, you know, predominantly male sports, all these or, you know, excelling in, in, the, in, you know, whatever the sport is, because they weren't told that. But we were told you can't do that. You know, and, and some of those can'ts were just mean and nasty. I mean, you know, and, and they, you know, we have those people in our lives who told us those things just to be mean and nasty and hurtful. But in most cases, they were actually trying to protect us. So, you know, we want to protect ourselves. We don't want to be hurt. So we have internalized that. You know, you, you mentioned that. And so we think, well, we can't do that because we might fail. We might let someone down. It might not work out. So let's just stay over here and be safe. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you say that because, you know, I mean, I don't, I know we use the word fail and I, I see everything as a, as an opportunity to right. grow and learn, obviously. Mm-hmm. But so interesting. People, will stay in a situation that's that's actually failing them, that's mm-hmm. not serving them, rather than stepping out into something that could really change their life forever in, right. in many different aspects. And and you're right. And, you know, there's two parts of that. Yes, we protect ourselves, but there's also something going on that most people don't know, and that is within our internal system, our subconscious mind is also – our subconscious mind dictates to our conscious mind what's happening, and we have we have trained it. And it's also trained to protect us. It's mm-hmm. like fight and flight. So right. it's it's it, it's not that it, it it doesn't want us to succeed, but it doesn't understand. It's like writing a new program. It, the computer doesn't understand it. So it's it's like a muscle, and you have to work it. And mm-hmm. the only way to do that is to see results. So it's knowing, going back to the inner voice. It's knowing that spirit will never lead you in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. When you when you can infuse and be congruent internally with what you truly want and is that's your passion to believe that it's possible to feel that what it would be and how it would change your life which is the clarity of knowing why you what you want why you want it and then having somebody to help you to get there now there's there's two choices you could hire somebody or you could try to tackle it on your own it depends on how quickly you want to move into what you're doing and that's that's just one of the things that I've been able to really help people do is 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 to get from where they are to where they want to be in a fraction of the time mm-hmm. that it took me. I've got 25 years of experience in business, and I'll never know it all. But what I do know really helps people to catapult from where they want to go. So there's many there's there's different parts of, of our conversation. But, yes, we're we're protecting ourselves in certain ways. But but really what we're doing is we're not really practicing what we truly believe. And that's where I go with people. What is your faith? What do you believe is possible? Because, well, I believe anything's possible. Well, you don't. If you believed anything was possible, there would be another step that you're taking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but we, we shut ourselves down because generally what it means to go after what we want will generally mean doing something that we've never done before. And yes, it is scary. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. But wisdom comes only when you walk through the door and you cannot change a belief system until you've actually experienced it. Now you can tell somebody what it would feel like. You can you can give somebody the visual. Oh my God, I did this incredible roller coaster ride. It was like 20 stories up, and it's just like vertical drop, and my stomach was in my throat, and it was amazing. And they're with you, but until they actually experience it, they don't know. Mm-hmm. And so there is a there is a, there is two parts working. There's a there's an inner inner piece which is guided by our subconscious mind that protects us, and then there's also the voice. And when you can understand and implement the the tools like what I've done in my programs and in my own life, it's it's a. I'm not saying it definitely makes it easier. I'm not saying that there isn't. It's not scary. I don't so much say for me it's fear, but I'll just ask questions. This is interesting. 
you know, what's what what's the resistance here? Mm-hmm. And generally, it's because, like you said, somebody may have to change their zip code. Somebody may have to change their job. Somebody may have to leave a, a, a toxic relationship that's holding them back from doing what it is they want to do because the person may not support or agree with it. Or maybe they're controlling and they don't want them to move on. There's there's many aspects of of, so it's not just, you know, oh, I'm going to make a decision tomorrow and I'm going to just start my own business or I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to invest a hundred thousand or a million dollars into this. And, and it's like, like there's no problem. There's mm-hmm. obviously there's things that get in the way and it's understanding the mechanics of that and tying all of these, these, these things we've talked about in with from our internal piece, from our upbringing, from our environment, from our belief system. And the great thing is about all of this is nothing really matters because in a, in a nanosecond, you can change a belief, you can change a thought, you can change a direction immediately. Mm-hmm. If you have the proper guidance and you're you understand what you want, it's very it's very easy to 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 change that. And and then it's a practice and a continuation of practice, consistency of practice that helps you to to move into a different state or move into a different direction. Right. You know, and, and I love that you say that because it's not just, well, hey, I'm going to be successful it's all of the steps and the things that you do afterwards that that make that happen. And, you know, I see it so many times where somebody will launch a business or, you know, do something and then they wait for something to happen or they blame everything for the reason it doesn't happen. You know, well, I shouldn't have launched this business because it's a down economy or, you know, people don't want my product or everybody else is selling that or, you know, everybody's a speaker, you know, all those various things. And and they stop the process. They don't sit down and think, okay, it, it, yeah, the economy might be bad, but hello, there's still lots of people making lots of money out there doing some of these things, you know, and, and so that it comes back to what you were saying at the very start, and it's that mindset. So talk to us a little bit more about mindset and, and how it talks us into things and out of things and how we can really change it to be this positive moving forward type of, of process. Yeah, Um Great question. You know, just just real quick to top off on success. I mean, like you said, it, it, it is individual for each person. And really success is to the degree in which someone feels that they can achieve. And when you're talking about mindset, maybe maybe for somebody they're not successful until they hit a million dollars. Right. And all the time and work that they put into it to get there is is like to them, it's not worth it because they're not they're not successful. I know in my own personal life. Uh, I felt that I had to, I needed to go to college. I had, if I wasn't successful if I didn't have a college degree and I was, I built, you know, a six figure company very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet I didn't feel successful because in my mindset, what I trained myself to believe was I had to have a college degree and it wasn't like my parents pushed me to go to, right. to go to college. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it was there if I wanted to go. So it's really, you know, to change a mindset um, it, it really, it really starts with, with, it really backs up to an important, a very important rule that I've, I've, I've practiced for myself. I'm going to say rule. It's not a good word, but a ritual, mm-hmm. a better word. And that's, that's, that's first and foremost is loving yourself, mm-hmm. like loving and appreciating you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you're in, in, in mindset. When things come up for you, when whether it be you wanting to go after the next level of your business or leave your current position in your job and open up um, your your passion or your dream uh, business, um, it's it's the belief system around that. It's what encompasses that. And so, you know, to just go and, and change that overnight is not it's, it's just not possible. Right. 
Um, it obviously takes work. And so the first step is, is really, you know, making a list. So for instance, if let's just say somebody, you talk about mindset, someone says, okay, well, I, you know, I want to open up, I want to open up my own business. And so what are, what would be all the pros about opening up your own business? What would that create for you in your life? Mm -hmm. And then what, what scares you about that? And then that's, that's the list that is usually 10 times longer right. than the pros. Like mm -hmm. they're all, well, I'm not worthy. I'm not educated. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Bah, 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 bah. And, and so what I do with people in this situation is I go to, I guess you could call it truth at the moment. Like mm -hmm. I get clear with them on everything that they write. And I literally do this, this example I'm giving you with my clients. And it's mm -hmm. like, what is this actually true? Are you actually, do you really actually, do you really think that you need to be educated to do this? Do you really feel that you're not good enough? Do you really feel, and sometimes, sometimes they believe it's true. Right. And, and, but most of the time they realize, well, you know what? No one's really ever asked me that. It's mm -hmm. kind of like when, I was you know, told that. Yes. Like you said earlier, like someone passes down a recipe and it's generation after generation. It's like, well, how come, you know, I, I have a lot of Italian in my family and my grandmother used to make these Italian cookies for me called cucciarati's. And it was a, it was a fake cookie wrapped in, in, in a flour dough or whatever. Ooh. And my grandmother used to put, she used to put a uh, uh, confectionery sugar, like a frosting over the top of it. Mm -hmm. And it's a Sicilian cookie and they don't, they don't no normally make them like that, but mm -hmm. it was like, you know, I asked, I asked, you know, my mother, when my mother was making the cookies, I'm like, well, why, how come, how come, you know, we can't put this on there? No, because that's not the way it's done. You have to mm -hmm. do it like this. Yeah, but well, why? Who said right. it has to be done like that? I mean, you know, and if you really start asking yourself this question, you start opening up another, you, the, the mind has to give you an answer. So mm -hmm. when you ask a question, the mind will give you an answer. So the, the thing is, how do you, how do you help to change mindset? Well, continue to ask questions mm -hmm. until you're clear that you've gotten the answer that serves you. And so it's a continuation of questions. Is this really true? Mm -hmm. Is it true that I'm not worthy? Is it true that I'm not enough? Is it true that I can't do this? Mm -hmm. And you know, that's, that, that's a tough one too, because most people, really believe that they're not. Right. And I believe personally that, and it's not a fault of anyone's, not our parents, not our upbringing, not our environment, but I believe that we're taught out of our greatness at, mm -hmm. in, at a very young age. Right. And that affects the way we think and what we do. Mm -hmm. And so mindset change is, is, is a four letter word. And that's work, W-O-R-K. It's mm -hmm. working and continuing to um, to steer toward things that serve you, things that make you feel good, things that make you happy. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, we are more um, wired to stay in a negative mindset than to be in a positive mindset. We are more prone to think. It's almost that like it's, it's easier. Mm -hmm. Of course, because we've trained ourselves to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really, you know, the fact that it's possible or the fact that it's not is literally a choice away. Mm -hmm. If you think that it's not possible, then it being possible becomes absent. And if you think it's possible, then it not being possible becomes absent. It's whatever you really focus on. Mm -hmm. And from there, obviously there's, you know, there's other steps to getting there, but that's, that's just one way of, of, you know, really getting clear. Cause I don't, I don't even know that most people pay attention to how much negative chatter is going on in their mind on a daily basis, because mm -hmm. it's just, it's the mind is continuing to, it's, it's, the, it is like people say, I want to shut down my thoughts. Well, no, you don't because your, your mind's alive. It's mm -hmm. like, 
it's like I wish my heart would stop beating for like a couple minutes just to give me a rest. You know, right. it's like it's it's part of what the mm-hmm. the mind does. It 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 there's thoughts. It it thinks. It figures things out. It's it's knowing that either you control the mind or the mind controls you. So how do you control the mind? Well, when thoughts and things come in that are not in alignment in alignment with what you're going after, you shut it down. Mm-hmm. You shut it down. Subconscious mind, I demand you to stop lying to me. And you, you, and literally, like, if you have to slap your leg, if you have to clap your hands to change your state, because it's so, it's so, it happens so subtly, you don't even, it's like a stealth coming in, you don't even know it's happening. And well, so it's, it's just practice. Right. And, and you're right. I mean, we do those things. You know, something happens and the first thing that pops into our head was, well, God, that was stupid. Why did I do that? You know, and whatever it is, you know, you, you, spilled a drink. Hey, oh, I was I was at you know an event a couple of days ago and I dropped my drink. I mean just out of my hands. And the very first thing that popped into my head was you klutz. Well, it wasn't my fault. Now part yeah, part of it was I wasn't paying attention, but the glass was slick, you know, and all these various things and there was no harm done. It was water. We cleared it up. We all laughed. We thought it was really funny, but my first thought was negative. And you know, and I think you know, it's it's exactly what you were saying. That really is what it is. So, well, our business failed because I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't good enough. You know, all these various things. And 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 getting to the root of why we have those negatives is a painful process. I mean, it can be that that was because you were always told that, which you know, that's that's not good. Um, you know, and 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 it is easier. You know, if I just said, well, God, that was stupid, then I'm not I'm not taking responsibility for it. You know, I'm not figuring out, okay, how do I do this differently so I don't do that again? You know, it's just, well, that was wrong, and so I'm just not going to do it anymore. So, hello, I took the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what, too? I, I, I'd love to add something to that, to what you just said, because it's so important. Like you mentioned about, well, my business failed because... I wasn't good enough or, you know what? And, and you just, you just, when someone says that, I, I just go immediately to the truth. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I say to them is, what, is, what was it costing you per hour to run your business? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? Well, how much did it cost you? What was your overhead? What was your percentage of profit versus loss? What, mm-hmm. you, what do you mean? Like, so you, so it's like, well, let's, 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 let's really ask truthful questions. If you don't know what it's costing you to run your business, Maybe that's why it failed. Maybe right. it has nothing to do with you not being educated. But you see, they allow that, you know, they allow that victim, which mm-hmm. I played that role along in my life mm-hmm. in the past. They allow that victim role. It's kind of like someone saying, oh, diets never work for me. They never work. Okay, so I've, I've done millions of them. Right. Mm-hmm. I say, what? okay, tell me. I've done millions. Okay, I got all day. I got my pen. Let's start with the first one. And millions goes to thousands and thousands goes to three. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's go the three. Mm-hmm. And they, they name the three and they say, okay, so – the first one was a 90-day challenge, correct? Yes, perfect. So from day one to day 90, you did exactly what it told you to do. You well, did what to eat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so it's not that diets don't work. At some point, and you made a very good point here, when you said, oh, you're such, Deb, you're such a klutz. You know what? That that wasn't your voice. That was someone else's voice. Uh, that was right. And Somebody else like, told me, "Oh my God, you're a klutz." Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And 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 it's 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 so powerful. You just just realizing that by telling yourself that you are actually training your mind to believe that you're a klutz, and you will continue to be a klutz. It's like you're pro- programming yourself to see that, and mm-hmm. then you see that in other things too. So it's just awareness is is so powerful. 
you know, how do you change a belief? How do you, how do you, how do you master this? Start with awareness. Realize, well, why did I just, if I loved myself, if you, if you were with your best friend or imagine you met it's, it's somebody in the audience here who's single, mm -hmm. you, you, you met your dream girl or your dream guy and you're on your second date and they, they drop their glass on the floor. You're going to go, you know, you're such a klutz. I, I don't think people are going to say that, you know, they're, oh, they're going to help them to clean up. So it's like, how do we treat ourselves? How do we, how do we love ourselves? Mm -hmm. we, we don't, we would never treat a best friend that way. We would never treat a loved one that way. Okay. Some people that have been married for a long right, time, yeah. probably say, well, I'll, my husband's a klutz or my wife's a klutz, uh -huh. but you know what I'm saying? So uh, it's, it's, it's so, it's so important to know that, you know, paying attention to the dialogue that you have mm -hmm. with yourself when you walk by the mirror, when you look at yourself, when you're conversing, we are with ourselves 24 seven, who better to love than ourselves. And mm -hmm. that alone, how, how does that, how does that role play into business? It plays into every role. Business is personal. Mm -hmm. And most people say, well, business isn't personal. Well, it is. And the conversations, even though we're just joking with ourselves and calling ourselves a, a, a klutz or, you know, oh my God, that was so stupid. How could you be so stupid to do that? You know, it's like, it's really effective and not in a good way. And it's just as effective as you saying, well, you know what? That was the best experience. And I've learned that the next time I grab a, a, a butter roll that I'm going to wipe my hand with a napkin before I grab my glass because it's mm -hmm. going to slip out of my hand and crash, whatever. But my point is, is that, you know, it's a matter of, of being awakened enough to realize that our dialogue and the conversation that we have with ourselves is very important because mm -hmm. that's what plays out. It's, it's frequency, it's energy, it's, you know, it's, it's all these things that actually create what's going on externally for you. And that's, that's just another means and way of working through, as we talked about earlier, we're talking about mindset and, you know, it's, it, you know, how does this change? How do we work through this? And it's, it's really, it starts with you. It starts mm -hmm. with you and the understanding of what's running you and, and, and your belief system and what's going on. And, and I think, the fact that we can love ourselves enough to treat ourselves with the utmost respect will then in return receive that back from our loved ones, from our clients, from, you know, the people that are around us engaging. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you can walk into a room and just look around and see who that applies to. You know, they're the person who's smiling, whose body language is different. You know, and, and we all have those days where you're like, you're just not on, <laughs> you know, and, and you want to go home and you don't want to be wherever it is and, you know, all those various things. But think about the people that, you know, you walk into that room and there's five people that are kind of slumping, you know, they got their hands crossed. They, you can tell they don't want to be there. And there's that one person who is lighting up the room. Who do you gravitate toward? Of course. Of you know, course. And, and it's just that simple. And, and, you know, and, and so we want to be that person that you, that, you know, everyone else gravitates toward. And, and like I said, you know, we're not always on, but we should be on more than not. And that little voice that we just had shouldn't be the little voice saying, well, I'm not on today. I mean, you know, so, you, you know, it's the whole self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't want to be here. I don't want to, uh, you know, before you, I am, I'm great. I'm going to knock it out of the park. I love being here. And that, that really just kind of sets the tone. Yeah. And that's great. And I think, you know what, I think that there's another part of that too. It's just, 
it's it, sometimes, like you said, I mean, we we're, we don't always have our best days and that's OK, mm-hmm. you know, and just the mere fact that you can recognize that for yourself, there's no resistance to it, because mm-hmm. the more that you resist the fact that you're not having a good day, the more, you know, not good days you'll have. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's also it's also a um, it, there's also a piece to that where it's sometimes it's just OK to be that way. Mm-hmm. And if that means that you stay home, well, so be it. But you're definitely true. You can you can see who's showing up in the room and who doesn't want to be there. It's 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 just by their body language or the way they show up. And and in th- this conversation and this energy um, really plays a, a, a big role in in our mindset mm-hmm. and how things happen and enough to shut us down. Mm-hmm. to not go after what we want. It's it, There's stories that aren't true that we continue to believe. And wh- why do we believe it? Because we just say, well, that's the way it is. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the way you're choosing it to be. It's not the way it is. You're choosing it to be that way. And that's something very important. And I know that's a challenging uh, topic for most people, especially when their so-called circumstance is not where they want it to be. But mm-hmm. if Back to back to a belief system. If you believe that you are creating with something greater, if you believe that that anything is possible, and then you're having that other conversation, well, you're very incongruent. So it's how do we get ourselves congruent? And it's it's really understanding and paying attention to, to dialogue is so important because with words also comes feelings, and mm-hmm. it's not so much the words that create the damage; it's more the feelings, and those feelings are like. If you can imagine, we're this walking antenna and we're receivers and transmitters. We're, we're, we're transmitting off this energy, like you said. I mean, you walk into a room, it doesn't take much to see who wants to be there and who doesn't, right? It's right. energy. And then you see the, and the person that's energetic and wants to be there. It's clear that they do. So energy is important. So you're, you're transmitting out this, this frequency and then you're receiving back this, this, this like frequency. So when you leave your house, and you haven't given yourself to love yourself, spend a little bit of time in meditation, create your day within within your mind and what you want it to look like, and then go out there and live it. If you just kind of go out there like a, a ship with no captain going in any direction, well, you're going you're gonna to receive the same back. So if you leave the house upset in the morning and ticked off and you know not in the right way, guess what? Your day will most likely will follow suit with the way you're showing up with your energy, with your frequency. And it, it's the same example of our conversations around what we think of us. Mm-hmm. And to know that, you know, just because somebody says that it's not possible, do you know how many people, even Steve Jobs, look at Henry Ford. Right. Look at Henry Ford. They how told many times Henry Ford. They told no. Right. Henry Ford, they told him, he went back to his engineers like two times and they said, after a year, they said, you know, Mr. Ford, this is not possible. We cannot build a 12-cylinder engine. He goes, do it anyways. Mm-hmm. And they did it. And they said it wasn't – you have engineers who knew 10 times more than what he knew, but he knew within his heart that that there was a way. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't going to take no for an answer. And it, if you look at most successful people, you know, there are no – there there is no such thing as no. Right. You find the yes, mm-hmm. and not everybody – is going to agree with your desire. Not everybody is going to agree with your dream. They're they're not supposed to. It's not theirs. Right. It's your dream. So you have to stick with that's another belief system. You have to stick with the passion that you have for what you're going after and not let anybody break that focus. Go to the people who are in alignment with what it is that you want to do. And that'll help you to change your mindset because you're physically seeing them 
doing what you want to do. This is one of the greatest gifts that I learned at a very young age and starting my company, you know, 19 years old, knocking on doors. People are like, where's your pops? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, and I'm like, I joined, I became second vice president of a, of a, uh, the PDCA, the Painting and Decorating Contractors of America at 23 years old. You know, I involved myself with, mm-hmm. you know, with educated people who were doing what it was that I wanted to do. And it proved to me, mm-hmm. watching them and seeing them, that it was more than possible. And there were many people who were like, oh, there's so many people in that business, uh, you know, even in the coaching industry. I remember people telling me, oh, it's a saturated market. Well, you know what? I'm going to create my own niche then. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's really having that belief in yourself. And just because somebody says no doesn't mean it's over. Right. You know, it might mean you have to go a different path, a different way, but yeah, you know, you, you figure out that, that different way to do it. You know, and one of the big things that you mentioned was, you know, who you are around, you know, and, and that's definitely hit home with me the last couple of years as I've been through this, this medical kind of healing type of, of thing, both, you know, physically and, and, you know, with mental. And it, I, I learned very early on that, I didn't want to be around the the people who had that negative energy because it sucked whatever good I had just right out of me. You know, and, and yeah, there are times where you were negative and, and, but you know, and, and it's funny because it, it really is this whole thought process. You know, one of the times when I was going in for surgery, I was laughing and joking and, you know, kind of talking to the, the surgeon and, you know, everybody, you know, before they knocked me out. And I heard one of the nurses say, she must be very nervous. <laughs> and, and I said, well, yeah, I kind of am. I said, but I know that I have all these people who are supporting me, you know, and, and, and so I kind of had that bubble and I said, and you guys don't get to laugh a lot. So if I can make you laugh, maybe that's going to be a little bit better going for this. But I had faith that you guys knew what you were doing and being, you know, scared and terrified wasn't going to help me. I needed to go into that surgery having the most positive thoughts I could have. Yeah. You know, and, and, it, and that's hard because, you know, it is scary. You know, whatever it is, changing the job, having surgery, you know, you mentioned, you know, cutting a toxic person out of your life. Because again, it comes back to that's easy. That's what we know. You know, I always hated it when I had a boss who, well, I, you know, I would say, can we try? And they would say, that's not the way we've always done it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> you know, well, mm-hmm. let's try to do it a different way. And, and sometimes that work, most times no, which is part of why I'm not in corporate America anymore. Yeah. And ima- you know what, Deb, imagine running through your, imagine going through most of your life and realizing one day that that wasn't true. Right. You know, it's, it's like, and that's really my passion to help people change the way they see what's possible and to know that, you know, yes, it's, it's going to take work and anybody out there that tells you you're going to start a business and it's going to be easy. It's not, it's, there's many parts of it and you're going to have, you know, you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs. And like you said, maybe you're, you'll go down one Avenue and you'll have to take another, but, but it's, it's still, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's all a process. And, um, I just think that, you know, having, not only having the passion, but again, when you can find um, the people and the environment that can help you to get there, that is really the golden nugget right there. That is really the ticket. And I know a lot of people who, um, you know, including myself, I mean, I, I built my companies um, in the beginning by myself. I mean, I, my father's a CPA, so he helped me on the tax side and, mm-hmm. you know, and he helped me on the investment side. And, and I, you know, I, I had a, a, a line of credit at a very young age, a business line of credit, which carried me through on my payroll at times when jobs were, you know, 
30, 60, 120 days out. And I was able to continue to pay my suppliers and my, and my employees. And, you know, so I learned a lot of stuff, but, you know, then I realized as I got older and got even more involved in my business, you know, hiring people and, 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 and becoming involved in, in environments that were, you know, that were people were really, I really put myself around ultra successful people uh, who were like crushing it in the market, not even necessarily my market. It wasn't even so much that they were in decoration, but I mean, whatever they were doing, it was just like, it was like, there is, there is a certain commonality to an entrepreneurial's mindset. Mm -hmm. And, and, and and it's really is that there is no, no, like there, a perfect example, Christmas time, my parents live in Vegas and I went to see them for Christmas. And my father loves to drink Sinatra blend, uh, Jack Daniels, and and my mom likes to drink uh, cake bread. So when I got there, my dad picked me up. I'm like, okay, I got to get mom's present. So I, you know, we go to the liquor store and they say, oh, cake bread? Are you kidding me? They stopped making. They stopped making that back in April. Oh, you no. won't. You won't find that anywhere. And I'm like, my dad's like, oh, okay. I guess we have to get something else. I'm like, absolutely not. No way. I pick up the phone in the liquor store and I called. I think it was Lee's Discount or whatever. I'm like, do you guys have any cake bread? Yeah, we have seven bottles. Could you put three aside? Could you put four aside for me? Yes, I'll be right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I had listened to them, you know, so I, I never take no for an answer. And I will find a way. Like, it, maybe it won't be exactly what I want, but I will find a way. And, you know, at least, at least if it is a no, there is, there is, there is always a solution. Every problem is driven by its potential solution. Mm-hmm. And you'll find that. As you as you go through it. But if you stop, like you said, most people that want to do something, they stop at a certain point because we've created this ceiling that, you know, we can only go so far. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to know that, you know, that that's that ceiling is what you need to break through to be able to, you know, go beyond that will take you to wherever it is you'll ever want to go because Mm -hmm. you've broken the barrier of what you put on yourself. And they're just limitations that that are illusional, but we it stops us. It's kind of like if you were to take a little piece of dental floss and tie it to an elephant's leg to to, you know, to a chain and and they train it to not, you know, it Mm -hmm. thinks that it can't. All has to do is pull its leg a little bit and it'll snap that chain. But it's it's crazy how powerful the mind is. And most people don't realize the power that they have within themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, and. It is. It's it's so important that we examine all of that. And, and you know, as, as you were saying, well, keep asking why. I was kind of thinking about, you know, the annoying little three-year-old that says, why? Why? Yeah. Why? But they're annoying because we're not wanting to answer those questions. You know, and, and, and that's really what it comes down to. You When somebody says why, well, why do you think that you're not smart enough? Well, why do you think you need that college degree? Well, we don't want to answer it, so then we find it annoying. And, you know, and, and we just we just have to get over that. You know, let's just be real. We just have to get over that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Paul, oh my gosh, we only have about 10 minutes left. So, um, you know, let's let's talk some more about, you know, one of the words that you mentioned was frequency. You know, is this something that you get up in the morning and you think, well, you know, hey, I'm going to have a great day and I really like myself. You know, uh, what does frequency play? You know, how does that play into all of this? Well, um, I believe it plays huge into everything. It's like, you know, so energy, you know, energy is everything. And we, we, I mean, it's, it's proven. It's scientifically proven, mm-hmm. you know. And so 
you know, if you consider if you consider energy as frequency, as these waves going out, for instance, if you are in a low frequency and you start your day off um, just, you know, upset, mm -hmm. uh, angry, whatever that is, um, there there are ways to change that. Right. So and we'll talk about that in a minute. But frequency is really if you if you spend your whole day that way, you won't see the smiley people, you won't hear the laughter. Mm -hmm. You won't drive over the bridges and look at the ocean. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? How do you change your frequency? Knowing first and foremost that the minute that you wake up in the morning and you open up your eyes that, wow, I, I've been gifted another day of my life. Mm -hmm. Like I, I appreciate that I have another day here to do whatever it is I want to do. And that just that alone changes the way you feel. So your frequency level changes. You start feeling better about yourself and you go into appreciation for the people that are in your life. Or maybe you go to appreciation for the people that aren't in your life anymore mm -hmm. and that you have this freedom. And so frequency <clears throat> plays a big role as to what goes out and what comes back. And and you're you're creating we're manifesting whether we want to or not. Now they talk about law of attraction with frequency and whatnot L law of attraction in certain ways. There's there's, that's another conversation for another day, but think about it like this, whatever you want, has already been created. It's already out there. So to, in order to receive it, you need to be in the, this, that frequency of receiving, meaning mm -hmm. the belief system within yourself, the picture in your mind, the way it feels to have it and the belief that you, that you can, and then stepping out in the right frequency, meaning frequency, meaning who do I need? To, how do I need to show up today mm -hmm. to receive this? If I'm walking slumped over head down, that's not, that's not going to happen because the, the universe works through you as you. So if you're at 50%, you can't expect that a hundred percent is going to show up. Mm -hmm. So I believe that frequency plays a huge role in our, and what comes to us is that one of the universal laws is cause and effect. Mm -hmm. So we're creating a cause by the way we're showing up energetically through our frequency, which then creates an effect of what manifests into our life. And so everything is now, I know people hear that conversation all the time, but beyond the linear, beyond linear, if you can just imagine that you are creating on a daily basis, you are creating through the way you show up and who you're being. And this was the biggest, um, hugest piece of my life that shifted me forever around frequency. And it wasn't what I was doing in my businesses and all the things I was putting out there. It was who I became mm -hmm. the next, the, the best next version of me. So frequency I, in my, in my world and what I teach my clients, frequency is everything because that's, that's what, you know, if you want to, if you like country and you have rock and roll on the station, well, you're, you're not in frequency. Mm -hmm. You're on a different station. So how do you want to show up for the day? How do you want your day to look like? Well, you need to, you need to, that's how, that's how you want to show up. And, and the feeling of that, the feeling around that, the frequency of energy that you're putting out toward that makes a big difference. Now, of course, of course, I have days when I'm off, but guess what? I, the days that I'm off, Give me the polarity, the yin and yang of knowing when the days that I'm on. And some days I need to be off mm -hmm. to know what it's like to be on. Mm -hmm. They told me that in India one day. They said, what do you want? I said, I want to be in a constant state of love. And they said to me, so if you are always in a constant state of love, how would you know what love felt like? Mm 
Right. You, you need to experience the pain, right? Mm-hmm. So, so frequency is, is, is a huge factor in our lives. And I know that's a, that's a, uh, a terminology that uh, is just coming out there. I think a lot of people use energy and whatnot, but mm-hmm. I believe that is the new currency. I believe that people talk about Bitcoin and crypto, and I believe the new currency is frequency. It's mm-hmm. how we show up. Um, it's everything from within ourselves. We can create a world of limitlessness from within ourselves if we're if we understand frequency and energy and the way we show up is what manifests into our into our experience. Great. You're going to love this. This is actually the T-shirt that I have on right now. It says being a person is too complicated. Time to be a unicorn. (laughs) And, And really, that is the shirt that I have on right now. And, and that's the way I feel. You know, it's, how can we be special today? You know, how, how can we be that unique person, that special person? You know, all of those various things. And yeah, sometimes it is too complicated to be a person. So let's not be a person. Let's be a unicorn. You know, how can you be the best that you can be is, is really what it comes down to. Yeah. And you know what? I love what you said. How can we be special? And I'd love to just say one thing to the listeners today. You already are special. There is nobody, anybody in the universe who has what you have. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all human beings. Of course, we have same body parts and whatnot, but you are a special, unique person. There is nobody that has your fingerprint. There is nobody that has your, your uniqueness. And when you understand that, that in itself is a huge, a huge thing to, to, to realize and to live by. Mm-hmm. And it's a big rule that I, not rule again, ritual that, that I continually tell myself on a daily basis. Uh, you know, the universe, the, I'm, I am the extension of something greater in this, in this physical body and I'm unique to me. And when people say, well, I, you know, there's competition up, there's not competition. You are unique in your own way and you create that uniqueness. And if you want to have the most incredible successful business, show up in the most authentic way that 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 works with you and your own uniqueness and you will by far exceed what you could ever imagine right i mean i don't want to be like anybody else you know and granted i'm an only child but you know i, I really don't i don't want to be like anybody else and that's hopefully what makes me kind of go forward with a lot of things is that I recognize that I'm special. And, you know, more importantly, as you said, you know, we want everyone out there to really recognize that they're special. And I don't want to do business with somebody who's just like everybody else. I mean, you know, why should I? I want to do business with the person who is special, who is, who brings something extra, you know, whether it's extra value, extra, whatever it is. I want to work with, be associated with, be friends with, be in love with all of those various things with whoever is special. And yes, everybody's special. So just remember that we're all special and we're unicorns. You know, we're just (laughs) unicorns today. (laughs) So Paul, I couldn't believe that I had had this shirt on. It matched perfectly. So, you know, this really has been absolutely wonderful. And we've got just, you know, a, a minute or two left here. So tell people how they find you and connect with you online. Thank you so much. They can go to my website, uh, paulsikalski.com. Um, you can also uh, check my Facebook page, Paul M. Sikalski. I have uh, actually have um, live videos up there. We do meditation videos. Um, and I also have a, an open 
open group called Redesign Your Inner Space, um, which, with a lot of dialogue and, and communication going on there. So feel free to connect with me um, on my Facebook page as well. Great. Well, you know, you've got great information and I hope that everyone will reach out to you and, and, you know, but more importantly, folks, remember you are special. You, you know, we all doubt ourselves, you know, that's just human nature, but it's about getting past that and remembering that we are special, that we are unique, you know, and, and that it's, it's absolutely a great time to be alive and we can do whatever the heck we want to do. Absolutely. Great. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having a great time talking with Paul Sikulski. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.